would buy these but like me quick one before we get started if you enjoy this podcast please remember to like and subscribe on youtube or if you're listening on spotify or apple give this a rating and a follow it really does make a difference this week's guest is the incredible Shakela forbes bell she's a fashion psychologist author podcaster, speaker, and is also creating an incredible course in fashion psychology. We had an amazing chat about all of the gorgeous things in her wardrobe. Shakela, thank you so much for taking the time to be part of Off The Hanger. I am very excited to talk to you because you have the most fascinating career as a fashion psychologist. And I have to say, I loved reading your book, Big Dress Energy. It was so, so fascinating. Thank you so much, Emma. I appreciate that. Um, and so have you always been into fashion? Obviously, fashion is a massive part of your life. Yeah, I have literally always been into fashion. I think I was thinking about the questions and like my earliest fashion memory is making new clothes for my dolls with my mom and her teaching me how to sew. And I realized like I went back to my where my mother's from, which is Trinidad, um, this year for a few weeks. It was so nice. And I got to speak to some people like in the fashion space and I realized that sewing and like being very hands-on and like knowing materials and like knowing patterns, it's very much part of my culture, like in the Caribbean. And I think that's why it's been something that's been so ingrained with me from such a young age. But then I used to also love like watching fashion TV, which doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> like all of these other runway shows. And I used to buy magazines all the time. And I used to just always be very invested in fashion. And yeah, it did start from childhood. I can definitely say that. A lifelong passion. I love it. What would you say is the oldest piece that you've got in your wardrobe? Do you tend to keep hold of things? I definitely have a lot of older pieces. I think I love hand-me-downs as well. So from my family, like this coat, this one. So this is my mom's and I'm pretty sure it's from the 90s. She can't really remember. But like, yeah, I don't know. Jean Basic. I don't know where this is from. It's all hanging off. But yeah, this was hers from ages ago. And I love it. And I get lots of compliments from about it. And I love that it has a story as well. And it's something that's been passed down. And I hope maybe one day I can pass it down as well to my niece. And I also have this set from Athos. I got this in like, oh my God, I want to say 2015. And I love this because I got this when I had just started my master's course in fashion psychology. And I was like, right, I'm going to be like a cool fashion student. And cool fashion students wear like pinstripes and like paper bag waist trousers. And it's so cool. And I loved it because I even like I fixed it as well myself. So it was too baggy on the top, but it was the last one. So I did this, if you look at it closely, it's so bad, but I did this like stitch on the, make the shoulders fit better, but it looks good, like on the top, no one can see that, um, and it just fits so much better, and then it reminds me of this psychological principle called um, the endowment theory, which essentially says that we place more value on things, that we have more ownership over them, and we have more ownership over things that we customize, and we put our personal touches on them so it makes sense why I wear that set so often um even though it's what like eight years old um and I've tweaked it and done things to make it fit me as my body changes but um I'm very much in favor of having those pieces that remind you of like the good times and good memories 
um because I feel like nostalgia is literally weaved into every piece of fabric from clothes that we own and it's important to relive those memories and think of your clothes as a memory box and enjoy the different stages of your life um as you evolve that's incredible I also love the concept that we dress for the part so you said that obviously you were going to be this very cool fashion student and I think it's something that a lot of us do without knowing we kind of when we're looking at our outfit for the day we think mm -hmm. right what am I going to be doing and what do I need to project and so we dress for the part of how we see how we think it should be seen yeah yeah definitely I I agree and I think even the you know the saying wearing different hats is a comment on how we use clothes to dress for different parts of ourselves and we have these competing and overlapping identities like one day like you can be Emma the businesswoman and the other day you could be like Emma like the sexy woman and I like that we have clothes that allow us to embrace these different elements of ourselves and bring it out like we're not monotonous we not like that's why I hate the idea of a signature style because I think that speaks to like cartoon characters who have a very prescribed way of behaving and they're expected to act in a certain way every episode and that's not humanity and that's not who we are so we should have clothes that allow us to explore the multifaceted nature of our of ourselves and our identities. I adore that. I could not agree more. I am such a big advocate for people dressing for who they are that day in that moment. And that tomorrow they might be somebody completely different and that's okay. You don't have to be that perfect style. It is my biggest pet peeve fashion question when people go, what would you say? How would you describe your style? Like yeah. uh, different every day, depending on who I feel like I am that day. Exactly. exactly. It's so different. Like today I'm like giving like schoolgirl chic. And then like, yesterday I was like in a hoodie and a blazer, like giving like, I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg realness. Like it's just different. It depends on how I wake up. And I like that I can be a different person or be a different, not really different person. I guess different sides of me can come out. Um, and I think people don't realize how much control that gives you. It gives you a sense of power and control that you can decide how you want to be, what what you want to step into the world as and what messages you want to signal. And it gives you, yeah, that sense of control over the narrative of like your day and the impressions that people are going to have on you. What would you say is the piece in your wardrobe that gets the most compliments? Yes, I think it's going to be this pink, um knitted sets with green trims from Hanifa so I wore this when I did my first stint on this morning um and I got a ton of compliments behind the scenes like people were literally like chasing me down to ask me where I got this from oh sorry this is from Fumi the label sorry I think I said Hanifa yeah this is from Fumi the label um beautiful black designer um and I loved it it just like cinched me in like where I wanted it too. and I love pink I've always loved pink from since I was a child um I just think it's such a, an expressive and beautiful color um and yeah it just made me so happy and I love the color contrast as well that kind of yeah. color clash is just perfect exactly. and it matched my book which I thought was so cool um the blue the pink and green was like my book colors so I just thought oh, it's it's perfect to wear to promote it so yeah I like that it ties in now, are you somebody who spends quite a lot of money on clothes? What would you say is the most expensive piece that you have? I definitely don't spend a lot. I like to really shop around. So I 
hardly would just like buy something um just just as I saw I would make sure that I put it on like my Pinterest board or I'd ruminate it for a, over a bit or I see I'll shop around to see if there's a better price and I love honey I do the discounts quid go I get the cashbacks like I'm very like I'm very frugal when it comes to clothes um and I think about cost per wear as well so like okay if I'm buying this for example like this like I said the set from Fumi the label was very expensive it was a couple hundred but I've worn it so many times so like the cost per wear is like really low now so I always think about that like how much use am I going to get out of it I think the most expensive it's probably this maybe yeah this purple purple honey for dress I think this was around like expensive maybe like 250 um and then shipping as well oh that I took a bottom shipping but again like I love this again I wore this on a tv stint and I've worn it since I literally just wore this a couple of weeks ago to a speaking event and the company's logo was purple and they they were like oh you're on brand and they love that so <laughs> I like that but you can tell like it's worth the money the quality is so unreal like I compare it to the cheaper things I've had in my wardrobe when I was a bit younger and you can just tell it's completely worth the price but um I think that's the most I would feel comfortable going on a piece of like piece of clothing but I shop a lot of time secondhand now and I haggle on those apps I'm like please even if it's like one pound off I'm like make it let make it cheaper so I've gotten like a few nice pieces at a, a much dis much more discounted rate I love that so I am also a big kind of I love to shop around. I'm a fellow Quidco lover, like top cashback. We are yeah. my home screen on the browser because then it just reminds me every time I log in, can I get this through top cashback and get some money back off this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like buying some stuff on Karen Minute that was already on massively, massively reduced, but it was still like a couple of hundred dollars. Oh my God. So I went to Honey and the discount I got like 20% off of the reduced items. Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. It was amazing. So yeah, please. I don't know why people don't use it. It's just easy. Like it's, it's you can plug it in, like you said, in your browser and save some money. Just there. It's just there. <laughs> and I also yeah. think it's really interesting that actually it's twofold with the more expensive pieces we buy. I think firstly, obviously the quality of them is way better than any mm. sort of cheaper fas fashion high street pieces. But I think it's yeah. also that we wear them and look after them in a different way. I know yes. with pieces that I've got, if it's something that has been cheaper or has been, you know, from a fast fashion brand, I am less likely to take care of it in the same way as I would yeah. that is a designer piece, even if I've still bought it for a relatively cheap price because I've got it on Vinted or whatever. But yeah. It's just the way I look after them. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm really trying to push the idea of putting value into every piece of clothing that you own, no matter the, the cost. Because I know we have that, we have that shift in preference and we will take better care. We'll look at the label on it before we just throw it in the washing machine. Whereas we might do that for something cheaper and then ruin it and then end up spending more on something. And I really want to change that perspective and think everything you own does have value because it's a decision that you made and it's a, it's um, something that's going to be part of you and represent you um so i'm hoping that we start to place that value on all all things that we own not just the expensive like things that we only wear once in a while that would be great that would be great if we can all do that what's the newest piece that's in your wardrobe i did get a piece on loan 
actually from Wolf and Badger. That's pretty new. Um, and it is a dress, a pattern dress from Anna Antal, and it's so beautiful. It's like this kind of almost like African Aztec tribal printed gown, and I wore it to a gala dinner in Venice, and it was so it was so nice. Um, I love wearing like pops of color. It was like black with like lots of different pops of color, and I wore it with green heels. And I think that's just me personified. I like wearing conversation starting pieces because I can be introverted and shy and a bit in my head at times, but I love when people come up to me and, oh, I love your this. And I think that's great because then that gives me an entry in. I can say, oh, yes, like, I love you. <laughs> Thanks for speaking to me. And then the conversation starts from there. So um, I, I like that my clothes do that. I feel like they're working for me in that sense. Those, those bright, colorful, bold pieces, they're great. I think that's really fascinating. There's quite a few guests that I've had on Off The Hanger who say the same thing. And it's something that I didn't realise I did because I'm the same. I'm quite an introvert. Until somebody talks to me, I won't be the <laughs> conversation starter. I always just think, oh, no, they don't want to talk to me or I'm in my yeah. head about it. Whereas if I'm wearing something and somebody comes over and says something, then I will happily talk for England to somebody. Exactly, it's that yeah. initial approach that I can't do, which I think it's so good that our clothes can do that for us yeah precisely I'm literally the same way I find it hard to walk up to people but yeah once you're in my in my sphere then yeah we'll get on like a house on fire and yeah my clothes my clothes are my secret weapon <laughs> <laughs> are you quite sentimental about the pieces in your wardrobe do you have something that's your most sentimental piece Yes, I definitely am, um, especially when it comes to things that my sister owns. So I talk about this in my book that my sister sadly passed away when she was 32. So still coming up to six years now. And um, all of her clothes, like we still have all of them and they're still kind of packed up in her room, as it were, but maybe a bit more condensed now. And I have taken some of them and I like to wear them or I just like to look at them really and just it reminds me of her and it's a bit more tangible I think than looking at pictures because it just feels more active like oh I'm borrowing something from her like it just keeps her alive a bit more it's like reminding myself of an activity that we used to do and a passion that we used to share which was fashion style and beauty and hair um so those pieces are really sentimental for me and um I would love to keep them and like in really good condition for her daughter when she comes of age so she can wear them she already likes to wear certain things like her scarf and like her perfume my nephew even wore one of her hoodies not too long ago completely drowned him but he liked the idea that it was something of his mom's and that we can have that moment to keep her memory alive and to because it's hard I think anybody who's lost someone would say that it's hard to just outright talk about your grief but like talking about the clothes that they wear is like an indirect way of expressing your 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 love for that person that's no longer with you um, and keeping their memory alive that's beautiful that's really beautiful I love that I think you're so right it is it is so much more tangible than a photograph because yes in the picture you can see them and you can see their face but I think photographs as much as they are a representation of a person I don't think it's the same as how your memory remembers that person because yeah. in the photograph you're only seeing that 2D image whereas when you remember them you have that kind of 3D mental image of them from every angle and yeah. Yeah. the clothing that they wore was so important it smells of them it feels like them it's that very tactile thing yeah exactly exactly I can like see her in the clothes when I pull them like from my wardrobe on the hanger um and that's special for me what would you say is the piece in your wardrobe that most sums you up 
I think it's going to be um, another Hanifa dress. I just really like Hanifa when I found out about her because I feel like she's like luxury in a way that is accessible. And this is a dress that I wore for like the cover of, well, for my book run as well when I needed fresh shots. And I just love it. Like you can see, it's super colorful, very form fitting. I feel like when I wear clothes that hug my body. It's like a celebration of it. And I'm celebrating my curves. And I think growing up, like many young women, I felt like, oh, I needed to be stick thin like the models. Like models don't have bum and thighs and hips and, and you know, and, and breasts. Like, oh, why do I have that? But I've really like done so much work and like self-love and started to embrace my body for what it is. And like now I love to showcase it in ways that I think is still quite fashionable um and I just love it it's just literally covered from head to toe but it hugs my body in all the right places and it's a, an explosion of color and it's a black designer so it just really speaks to every part of me it really encompasses all parts of you that's brilliant now are you somebody who ever has a wardrobe malfunction or a fashion faux pas basically would you like to join my disaster club <laughs> yes I do so I like form-fitted clothing and I have I've been blessed I'd say with like super large breasts um I recently got resized and I found that I was a G cup which is insane to me but hey this is where we are and I've had many moments where they decided to you know grace the world with their presence because I I did that. I didn't need a really fitted bra. I could just go low with the cleavage and boob tape will save me and boob tape can only do so much. I think I put too much pressure on my boob tape <laughs> to, to help me out. And yeah, I think that's happened more than more than once or twice. So now when I'm, sometimes I put my friends on like nipple watches so they can like be on, on guard if I'm having a bit of a slip. But I try to be a bit more reserved or a bit more conscientious these days when it comes to when it comes to that and I'm sure many people can can identify a lot of clothes that are made are not considered with big chested women in mind it's very frustrating especially like corseted like tops with like bras built in I don't know why they don't make them in different sizes it's so frustrating I feel that completely. I am at the complete opposite end of the spectrum and <laughs> they are not thought out for particularly small chess either. I think they go for this idea that everybody is like a 34C. And if yeah, you're yeah, I was say that they think C, like everyone is just a C and they just sit up here and it's just great. And it's just like, no, the average woman is, is not that. And it's just, yeah, it's so annoying. But um. I make sure that I don't, I don't try to squeeze myself into those clothes or those tops anymore. I'm just like giving up. I try, I'll just try something that makes me feel better. Exactly. It's about wearing the things that work for your body shape, regardless yeah. of what that is. And I think it's really important to always just be in things that make you feel great and make you feel comfortable because there's, yeah. I think that is the biggest fashion faux pas of all is that wearing yeah. things that you're really uncomfortable in for the sake of, like, like, don't get me wrong, I am still going to squeeze my feet into Louboutins and they are really painful and uncomfortable. But I like the way that they look and that's my personal choice. But in yeah. terms of like being trend-led and going, oh, but this is really in fashion and I'm going to squeeze myself into this or I'm going to wear this and it's not going to look great on me, but I'm still going to do it because it's in fashion. That's my big like fashion faux pas. No. Yeah, I'm like, yeah what I you agree. Like, but... and there's psychology to that as well. Like I think studies found that when people 
put something on and it doesn't fit them they blame themselves they don't blame the clothes and I think that's where all of the issues lie people think that it's something wrong with them and when we have clothing options that are so limited and restricted we subconsciously tell ourselves oh okay it must be something wrong with me like I'm not fitting into this mold that like the industry has deemed to be correct and perfect Um, and there's a lot of unlearning that needs to be done and people need to realize that yeah the clothes should work for them and not the other way around Exactly. And actually, there is such a diverse range of styles out there. And I yeah. think brands are getting more conscious of doing a much wider range of sizing, that there mm-hmm. are things out there we shouldn't be dictated to by the industry. We should try and, you know, live yes. our best selves. Yes, I agree. <laughs> now, speaking of Louboutins, are you a shoe fan? Do you have a favourite pair of shoes? Yes, I have a favourite pair of shoes. They don't get lots of wear out of them. I'm planning to wear them soon. But I love these knee-high gold boots. Oh, my God, I love those. Who would buy these but, like, me? Like, that's just, I got them on Asus, and I just saw them, and I said, yes. And I don't know, I had a feeling of what I could wear this with this week, and I hope it works out, and I hope people don't look at me like what the hell but I just feel like it's so risky and it's just such a show-stopping like piece and I don't know they I put them on and I was just dressing up um I dress up a lot I was just dressing up in my bedroom the other day and I was like feeling myself and I loved it it just is so empowering and you know heels that provide that a lot of height it embodies you with that sense of power we associate height with power so I love that especially when you're having maybe a tough time or feeling a bit blue like just walk around in some heels for a bit and I've experienced that as well because I tried to embrace more of my hobbies this year and I've joined a heels dance class and it's just one hour you do some choreography you're in heels and you just feel like Beyonce you just feel so powerful afterwards and that feeling carries with you like throughout the rest of the week and that's why I love it but I always I try to place comfort first so I'd often carry my my flats my trainers and my bag with me whenever I'm wearing something like that but um yeah I love that I love a good pair of show-stopping heels I adore those I have a very similar pair (laughs) exactly the same shape but they're in like a black sparkly kind of tone so I am right here with you on those and also that dance class sounds epic it is I recommend it to anybody anybody honestly it's so much fun (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Now, is there a piece that you've been lusting after? What is the dream item that you don't already yet own that you'd love to have? Yes, I have been looking at coats lately. Um, I'm trying to be good and, like, budget for the rest of the year. But there's a few coats on the Frankie shop that I've just been like, oh, I want you. I think there's some, like, really, like, oversized white ones that I'm obsessed with. Uh, But on the other hand, I know myself. I'm messy. I'm the messiest person ever. My friends know this. They know I'm clumsy. They don't even borrow me their things anymore because I know I'm just going to get something like makeup on it or drop it in the bath or something ridiculous. So I have to be realistic with myself. And I don't think a white coat is realistically going to be in my future. But um, yeah, I love a, I love a bold coat. I have a blue, bright blue coat, bright orange coat. So I might add like a pink or a red to my collection soon. Um, but I like I've been looking at the Frankie shop and been looking on Depop as well to seeing seeing some dupes. The statement coat it is a must-have because then you can just wear something super simple underneath, exactly. and your coat does all the hard work for you. Yeah, precisely. I'm trying to look more into like my 
as to wearing accessories, I think I've been neglecting them a bit and just being a bit boring. But yeah, like you said, you can just wear anything simple underneath and let the your trainers, your hats and your, your coat do all the work. <laughs> do you have a piece of fashion advice that you would have given to your younger self? Yes, I think it would be make sure that you are not just overdoing the statement pieces and you actually have things to wear with the statement pieces. So there was a time where I was really into fashion. I was learning more about fashion psychology and I wanted my clothes to just be as expressive and like bold as I was. And I was buying loads of those pieces. Then I realized I didn't have like things to pair them with. So it was hard to wear them in on a day-to-day -day basis. So you know, those kind of like the, the black trousers and like the white shirt and like, you know, those staple pieces. So I always make sure that there's some balance because I'm balanced as well. Like I'm not always one way. So I think younger me, I wish I invested a bit more in those, um, in those, those staple pieces, but I'm doing that now. That sounds like great advice. Yeah. Having a foundation wardrobe yeah. to then build on top of is super important. And I think your foundation pieces, often they are referred to as like basics and things. I think they should never be basic. I think they're the pieces you should really invest into because they're going to be your workhorse pieces that you wear yes. over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. I like like those pieces to have like an interesting detail as well or to be like an interesting shape too, um, which I'm realising now. I think when I used to buy the staple pieces, I just get them very boring and generic. And then I realised like, no, that's not, they don't have to be like that. Do you know what I mean? They can be you know like a it can be a black trousers but it can be like ripped or like cargo or like oversized or I can get it tailored like there's different things you can do with those staple pieces to make them more you you don't have to be so prescriptive I hate when people are prescriptive with their style and their wardrobe that is incredible advice well it has been absolutely amazing chatting with you today I have loved it <laughs> and um people should definitely find your book Big Dress Energy and read it. It's full of amazing advice. It's all about fashion psychology, but primarily it's not dry. Sometimes <laughs> when you hear the words, it's a book about psychology, you think, oh, that's going to be a bit of a dry read, but it's not. It's yeah. so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wanted it to be fun. Yeah. A lot of the papers I was reading are putting me to sleep. So I was like, no, I need to, I need to make sure I'm putting some of my humor in there. So if you like, like, Cardi B references and Real Housewives references and sports references then yeah definitely it's going to be one that you'll enjoy. Well I hope you enjoyed that episode if you did please remember to like and subscribe on YouTube or give this a rating and a follow.